Hey, we're still going at it. Episode show number 81. That's right. Episode show number 81. Season number three of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Jaguars, a big winner in Houston, 31 to 3. Can you imagine that? Sunday afternoon, the Jags won on Sunday afternoon, January the 1st of 2023. The Jacksonville Jaguars 31, the Houston Texans 3, the final score. Uh, We will take a look at some uh, stats in the game. Scoring summary, uh, the Jags built a 21-0 lead early in that game, and that's about all they needed. They had another uh, touchdown in, in the third quarter. Houston could only muster a long field goal. In the third quarter, Jags uh, added a field goal in the fourth quarter, and Jacksonville won the game 31-3 to over the Houston Texans in Houston. Taking a look at the scoring, and, and, and I think now I've actually got a better look at the scoring summary, so we'll kind of review this. I think the last podcast, it was a little kind of – Shaky on the stats. I think we've got now a better look at the stats. Jermichael Hasty, a five-yard touchdown run from his running back position. Riley Patterson kicked the extra point. That first drive in the first quarter, eight plays, uh, 45 yards. Elapsed uh, three minutes and six seconds off the clock. Jaguars started in, uh, well, he started in real good field position. Took it 45 yards in eight plays, elapsed three minutes and six seconds. Jermichael Hasty, a five-yard touchdown run. Riley Patterson, the extra point kick. And the Jaguars had a 7-0 lead. That was all the first quarter scoring. Second quarter, the Jags scored on a long Travis Etienne Jr. 62-yard touchdown run. Riley Patterson added the extra point. And uh, it was a it was a 62 yard run by running back Travis Etienne. Man, that drive was one play, 62 yards. Man, that's electricity. That is what you call electricity. And the Jags lead the game 14 to nothing as Patterson, Riley Patterson, added the extra point in the second quarter with about 12:21 to play in the second quarter. Very very quickly. Just a couple of minutes later, Tyson Campbell, it was not an interception. I may have said on the last podcast it was actually an interception. No, this was actually a fumble return. Tyson Campbell, Jaguars cornerback Tyson Campbell, picked up a 12-yard fumble. It was a 12-yard fumble return that Tyson Campbell ran in for a touchdown. And amazing. Uh, Jaguars score on that, uh, that fumble play. It was a touchdown. Tyson Campbell, 12-yard fumble return. Riley Patterson kick. And um, and again, that didn't elapse too much time. It was like uh, about one minute in between touchdowns. Jaguars kicked the extra point. 21-0 lead at that point. Third quarter, Snoop Connor added to the lead. The third Jaguars running back with a touchdown. Snoop Connor, three-yard touchdown run. Riley Patterson added the the extra point. Jags up 28 to nothing in the third quarter with about nine minutes and 28 seconds to go with a touchdown by Snoop Connor, the rookie running back that was drafted in the fifth round out of Ole Miss. 
Finally, the Texans get on the board with a little over five minutes to play in the third quarter. Uh, Kaimi Fairburn. Fairburn added a long 56-yard field goal. Texans drive seven plays, 37 yards. They kept the ball about three minutes and 39 seconds. All they could muster was absolutely the long field goal. And uh, Jacksonville, they tried to cut into Jacksonville's lead a little bit, but the Jags still really held kind of an insurmountable lead at that point. The Jags 28, Houston 3. You never know about comebacks, though. There was a, a comeback, what was it, in the Vikings-Colts game where I think the Colts, what, they had a 33-0 lead and the Vikings came back and won the game. And it, and it actually was a bigger come-from-behind win than the game years and years ago. I believe the playoff game were the Bills and Frank Reich, the backup quarterback who came in for Jim Kelly, um, led Buffalo in an amazing comeback in – and again, the comeback by the Vikings. I believe it was the Vikings over the Colts, what, just last week or so. And But it didn't happen today. You didn't get a big come-from-behind uh, win today. The Jaguars held the lead 28-3 to going into the fourth quarter. Jags defense, I must say, played pretty good in this game. I'm going to also say the Houston Texans offense is a pretty good contributor to the Jags playing well on defense. Um, Riley Patterson kicked a 53-yard field goal for the Jacksonville Jaguars with six minutes and six seconds to go in the fourth quarter, and that was it. That was the end of the scoring. The Jacksonville Jaguars won the game. Uh, amazingly enough, the, uh, the final score of the game was the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars 31, and the Houston Oilers, there I call them the Houston Oilers again. Can you believe that? I'm trying to be so perfect with everything. Um, the Houston Texans. Remember, Houston had the Oilers years and years ago, and then they moved to Tennessee and became the Tennessee Oilers. And then a year later, moved into their new stadium in Nashville and became the Tennessee Titans. A little NFL history uh, for you today on episode show number 81 of our Teal Shirt Report podcast. So, the Jaguars beat the Houston Texans. They really need to beat the Titans next week to sew up a playoff spot and to win the division. But as it stands now, Jacksonville is 8-8. Eight and eight. Tennessee is 7-9. and nine. The Titans and Jaguars will square off in Jacksonville next weekend. We don't know the time. We don't know the day yet. It's either going to be Saturday, January 7th, or most likely Sunday, January the 8th. The game has always been scheduled for January the 8th. Is it a 1 o'clock kickoff? Probably not. It's probably going to be a national game at 4 o'clock or maybe the Sunday night game on January the 8th. But after these NFL games are played on uh, Sunday and even the Monday night game, we should find out very soon and shortly about the day, uh, date, and time for the Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Tennessee Titans at TIAA Bank Field. It is going to be for the AFC South title one game. The Jags win the division if they win the game. If the game ends up in a tie, the Jaguars win the division. They won today. They've got a better record than uh, Tennessee. they got a one-game lead over Tennessee. So if something crazy happened, I mean, the Colts 
the Colts and the uh, the Colts and the Texans ended up in a tie much earlier this season. So it's um, it's not you know it's not completely unconceivable. It's not inconceivable that a game could have ended up in a tie. And in this case, the Jaguars have the advantage. They get a one-game lead. A tie wins the division. A win, we'd rather have a win, that wins the division. The Jags can win the game, the home game, hosting the Tennessee Titans next weekend. What's going to happen is the Jaguars are going to go into the playoffs as the number four seed in the AFC, winning the AFC South division. They're going to be one of the hottest teams going into the playoffs. The Jags beat the Titans, and we don't like to look too far in advance, but the Jaguars, if they can beat the Titans, win the division, sew up the playoff spot, and it's going to be a home game in the first round for the Jags because they are a division winner. So what happens then with a five-game winning streak? The Jacksonville Jaguars with their quarterback Trevor Lawrence go into the playoffs as one of the hottest teams in the National Football League. Let's uh, take a look at some scores uh, that we do have now from the NFL. We're going to actually hit some NFL scores. There's a Sunday night game, uh, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Let's see games we've got as of this early Sunday evening, January the 1st of 2023. San Francisco, San Francisco is still playing in overtime. That game is still actually ongoing. San Francisco has the ball. They should win this game. It's in overtime. San Francisco has a 37-34 lead in overtime. San Francisco should hang on and win that game. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's not going to make the playoffs. Playoffs? Pittsburgh 7-8. and eight. Um, take a miracle probably for the Steelers to get in. They're seven and eight right now. Baltimore's 10 and five. They're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, Buffalo's got a game with Cincinnati Monday night. Buffalo's 12 and three. Cincinnati's 11 and four. Both of those teams are playoff teams. Um, Dallas, as we know, beat Tennessee, uh, last Thursday night. Dallas 27, Tennessee 13. Now keep in mind, Tennessee gets a couple extra days off more than the Jaguars do. So that could come into play, too. I keep hearing a day or, you know, I heard that Ryan Tannehill was getting some type of surgery where he might be able to play in this game. But then I saw something a couple of days ago and said, no, 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 Ryan Tannehill is done with his injury. He is, he's out for the rest of the year. So obviously, obviously the uh, Tennessee Titans are going to be playing a backup quarterback in the game where Tennessee plays at Jacksonville for the AFC South title. Checking some other scores, the Atlanta Falcons beat Arizona. The Atlanta Falcons 20, Arizona 19. Detroit routed Chicago. Detroit, they've been playing much better football this year, and they've been putting points on the board too. Detroit 41, the Chicago Bears 10. Our Jacksonville Jaguars 31, the Houston Texans 3 on this Sunday, January the 1st of 2023, the first day of the new year. Again, our Jacksonville Jaguars uh, 31, the Houston Texans 3. Kansas City outplayed Denver. Denver's not had a good year. Kansas City won the game. Kansas City 27, Denver 24. New England beat Miami. Miami's still sitting there at eight wins. 
They may get a wild card, but now it's looking a little bit like it could be Blake, possibly. We'll see what happens. Uh, there's four division winners going to the playoffs. And then the top three records, top three wild cards after the four division winners in the AFC. Same deal in the NFC. As there, will, there will be 14 teams in the playoffs out of the 32 NFL teams. So New England creeps and creeps out of victory. It just barely edges out Miami. New England 23, the Miami Dolphins 21. Looks like New York Giants are going to get a wild card. I believe they're up to like their ninth win now. They've got a tie also. The New York Giants should get a wild card. They're in third place in the NFC Eastern Division, but they're going to have one of the better records among contenders for a wild card. With nine wins now, the New York Giants should should get a wild card. The New York Giants 38, the Indianapolis Colts 10. Indy is horrible. Four wins this year. Indy's like, what are they now? Four, 11, and one. Four wins, 11 losses, and one tie. Uh, Tampa Bay pulled one out. It looks like Tom Brady and Tampa Bay got the offense going a little bit better. Tampa Bay got the offense going a little bit better in the Carolina game. Uh, Tampa Bay 30. Uh, and again, Tampa Bay Bucks. Tom Brady rallied the Buccaneers past the Panthers to clinch the NFC South. So, so the Bucks going back to the playoffs. The Bucks now, I believe that was their eighth win. So now the Bucks are eight and eight, same record as the Jacksonville Jaguars. Think of think about that. Who would have thunk that? Uh, Tampa Bay thirty, Carolina twenty four. The final score, and. Again, quarterback Tom Brady rallies the Bucks past the Panthers to clinch uh, the NFC South division. We'll talk more about the NFL. Okay, so as our, our podcast continues, into uh, now Tuesday, January the 5th, the Monday night game never came off. The game started to be played, and then there was a major medical issue um, with uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, safety with the Buffalo Bills, and, and, and this was uh, something very tragic, at least it looks like, and it looks like it was some type of cardiac arrest down on the field. Players gathered around. They were, you know, in prayer and, and disbelief for a long time. And then, you know, and this is a tough pill to swallow. I mean, we're giving you the NFL scores. And then as we continue with another segment of the podcast, um, the Monday night game, Patrick Mahomes versus the Buffalo Bills. Good football game. A, um, I'm sorry. Let me let me back that up. Let me let me let me back up on that. Then this was the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. So Joe Burrow. That's that's what I'm trying to say here. Got to get my facts straight here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode show number eighty-one. So again, the difficult situation on Monday Night Football. The game was uh, apparently. Uh, postponed, canceled, 
I'm assuming it'll be made up, but we don't want to talk too much about that yet. I'm sure the legal office will come up with some stuff, you know, in that regard. Um, our prayers are, are with that young man with the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, it brings us all into perspective. I mean, this is a tough collision, rockin', rock'em, sock'em kind of game. And then you get... You know, maybe the guy gets hit the wrong way at the wrong time, and it, it's kind of freakish, but but it's a medical issue. Fortunately, we, we do understand that, and I'm hearing all kinds of reports on the news and, you know, on social media. He's in critical condition and at, at a hospital. I don't know which hospital he's at, but uh, he's in critical condition, uh, Damar Hamlin, but I will say that he's in good hands. I mean, some of the best doctors in the world are at the NFL Monday night football game. And and both teams have doctors, you know, Buffalo and Cincinnati. And I do apologize for bringing, um, you know, bringing uh, KC in the mix because it was, uh, it was Buffalo uh, and Cincinnati playing uh, in that game. So, so quite interesting. Um, but very sad also, our prayers are with that young man, Damar Hamlin. This is something you don't see every day. Uh, there were comments made back in the day. You know, they would play on and play that game. This was not the time to do that. The players were on the field. Very sad. I'm sure there were moments of prayer, um, you know, weeping on the field. And, you know, I'm, I, this is really sad. Me, Buffalo and Cincinnati, this was a great this was a potentially a great football game. Buffalo twelve and three, Cincinnati eleven and four. Monday night game, two teams that will be in the playoffs, and the game had to be postponed. The event, the tragic event, took place. I think it was eight fifty-five in the evening. I wasn't watching the game. I, I see this. I see this note on Facebook. Uh, I was actually uh, out and about, and uh, you know, getting ready to head actually uh, back to world headquarters. So I see this note on Facebook. It was a CJ Foreman post, one of my friends on Facebook, and he started talking about it. And I said, what? And then I, I shared it with our Big J Report Facebook group. So it is a it is a, a tragic event. It looks like the young man I'm I'm thinking is going to survive at this point. That was the major hurdle. He's, he's going to have the best medical help in the world right there helping him through this. Uh, he is in critical condition. Apparently, I'm seeing reports that it was actually considered a cardiac arrest. Um, so it was an issue with the, you know, the heart and probably he took the hit at the wrong time in the wrong way. It's a collision sport. It's a, it's, it's, it's a tough sport. The players put their their lives on the line. Something like this, fortunately, doesn't happen very often. There's, you know, things that are kind of freakish of nature. They just happen, uh, you know, at the wrong time. And we'll be talking more about Damar Hamlin uh, coming up on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. The day before that, we, we really got some good news, actually, Sunday night at the Jaguars playoff game. Well, it's not a play. It's not a play. It's I got myself laughing here. I got to. I got to. We've had so many little issues that we've had to straighten out here. Let's get it straight. 
The Titans-Jags game is not a playoff game. It's actually a regular season game. It's the last regular season game of the year, but the two teams both need to win. It's really essentially an AFC South title game. And, uh, you know, one thing, uh, one thing cool about, you know, this particular game is that, you know, is that the, um, the game's going to be televised. I understand it's going to be like simulcast on ESPN and ABC, and it's going to be uh, this Saturday night, actually. And I was looking at, we, you know, we've had really some, some great posts. By the way, man, Tuesday morning, clouds, some fog, some rain in the area, 55 degrees. Was there low in Jacksonville, Florida, about 7.15 a.m. on Tuesday morning, January the 3rd of 2023? We're still finishing up the third season of the Till Shirt Report podcast, by the way. This is episode show number 81. We do have allotted a couple of days to finish up the season because of the fact that when we originally started this podcast, it was in uh, it was actually in mid-January of 2020 when we started. So we can take the season to almost mid-January finish up our 82 episodes that we do each season in honor of Jimmy Smith, longtime Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver. And, you know, Jimmy deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame down the road, too, just like Fred Taylor does. I think Fred will get in before Jimmy. That's what I hear. So I was really happy to learn that the uh, Jaguars game will be seen by everybody, anybody that's got a tube, a TV set, um, Saturday night or Saturday, January the 7th, the game's been moved up a day earlier. There's a great game before the Jaguars game. And these games are on ESPN, the Chiefs versus the Raiders at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. The Jaguars and the Titans game. Let's get it straight. It's a regular season game. The final regular season game of the 2022 season, even though the 2022 season stretches into 2023, just like the Teal Shirt Report podcast. On Saturday, and these are national games, the Jaguars have been moved to a national spot, even though the game has been moved up a day earlier. Uh, The Chiefs play the Raiders at 4.30 p.m. Then the Titans play the Jaguars in the final regular season game of the year at 8.15 p.m., That's going to be this Saturday night, January the 7th of 2023. Essentially, this game is for the AFC South title and a a place in the playoffs because I think the loser's out. The loser of this game is not going to be in the playoffs, whether it's the Jaguars or the Titans. This is winner take all to be in the playoffs, to win the division. I love it because almost every fan is going to be able to watch it. The game is going to be simulcast on ABC. That's the regular ABC television and ESPN on cable TV. So that's great news. We'll take a look at more of the NFL uh, scoreboard from Sunday. We know the, let me clarify that again, it was, it was the Bengals and Bills that were playing on Monday night and that game was postponed the game had only been underway, I think, a few minutes. And then the, the very tragic um, medical event took place uh, with DeMar Hamlin. We, we continue our, our prayers for that, that young man. I believe he's going to survive. I don't know what the extent of everything's going to be. We'll keep an eye on it. Prayers to DeMar Hamlin. 
We'll keep him in our prayers of safety with the Buffalo Bills. And we'll talk. We're going we're gonna to run down some more NFL scores uh, on this podcast. We'll give you all the um, all of last week's scores. Uh, we're going to talk college football, been some more bowl games uh, that have been played. I was glad to see Mississippi State beat Illinois in the Relia, the Relia Quest Bowl. That's another thing. A heavy heart. Mike Leach, their coach, passed away just a, just a few weeks ago, um, right after the Egg Bowl, a few days after the Egg Bowl. And then Mississippi State was in the Relia Quest Bowl, the Relia Quest Bowl. Mississippi State won that game, an incredible game, the way it ended. Um, and Mississippi State actually ended up winning the game you know, kind of handily toward the end, didn't they? They got kind of a – it was interesting the way that game ended. I got to watch the, the film or video on that game. Mississippi State won the game. Um, it was Mississippi State 19, Illinois 10 in the Relia Quest Bowl. We'll talk more bowls. We'll talk more college football, North Florida entertainment. We're going to update everything right here on episode show number 81 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And again, hey, thank you for listening. Well, you're tuned in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. It is January the 4th now, kind of building on episode show number 81 and we're going to talk college football bowl games probably the biggest game in about five years will take place uh, this saturday as you know the game time was changed to this saturday january the 7th with the jacksonville jaguars hosting the tennessee titans which is essentially the last regular season game of the year but it's being made much more than that and certainly it is much more than that. It's basically for the AFC South uh, division title championship. When I looked at the line, it said the Jaguars a six and a half point favorite at home. I'm, I'm sure that line is going to get smaller because I'm sure some money is going to go on the Titans with a six and a half point spread that the Jaguars are favored by. In fact, I mentioned that to somebody the other day, uh, somebody just you know, that I came in contact with that I don't really even know. I said, yeah, it's six and a half points, six and a half points. That seems like a lot of points. Well, I guess the general public will say, hey, that is a lot of points. My money's going on Tennessee. One of my top sources says, even after the six and a half point spread, says Tennessee will win the game. Now, I know we don't want to hear that. And we're going to see what happens on Saturday. Again, the Jaguars are going to have less of a day to get ready because the game is being moved up from Sunday, January the 8th to this Saturday, January the 7th. Um, Josh Dobbs, one of the backup quarterbacks for Tennessee, is going to be the starting quarterback. If anybody, if anybody has any revenge, and Josh Dobbs probably will kind of low-key that because very intelligent guy isn't he like a rocket rocket scientist or something uh, he's worked for i believe nasa um tremendously 
tremendously smart student at Tennessee when he played college football there. Josh Dobbs has bounced around to practice squads, been backups for various teams, including the Jaguars. And you know, when Coach Tom Coughlin was the executive vice president, he traded a draft pick to get Josh Dobbs. I believe it was a third-round or fourth-round pick. So Coughlin and the Jaguars brass at that time you know, and that's going back, what, about three years ago. They were thinking, hey, we need this guy as their backup in case he has to play a game or two. Well, Tennessee's got him as a backup, and yeah, it looks like he's going to have to play a game or two, or at least a game. Um, if Tennessee wins this game, it's going to be a game or two, because Ryan Tannehill, I understand, had some type of uh, surgery on his injury, Thought he was going to have an opportunity to play. You know, I think it was a, I'm guessing it was some type of minor surgery because he, um, you know, there was some talk of if he can handle the pain, he could play, right? I'll have to find, I'll have to, I can't, right off the top of my head, I can't remember Tannehill's exact injury. But now, uh, about three days ago, it's put out there that he's out for the year. He's done. He's basically done. Josh Dobbs will start this game against the Jaguars. Uh, this Saturday, January the 7th, and what is essentially the AFC title game or the AFC South title game. Let me not get too far ahead of myself. You go back to 1999, it was the AFC championship game. Titans came into Jacksonville. Jaguars got beat. I think that was a game when I think Reggie Barlow uh, fumbled either a kickoff or a punt, and then the game kind of snowballed after that. Not to kind of throw Reggie Barlow under the bus, a backup wide receiver for the Jags, who he did play at wide receiver. You know, he I believe he did punt returning and some kickoff returning uh, for the Jaguars. If I'm wrong with any of that, and I have to kind of correct myself on things because there's a lot to keep up with when you're making sense of it all with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, like the other day, I'm looking at some stats. Okay, uh, ETN scores 62-yard run. He took a, there was a shotgun snap. So I'm thinking it's a direct snap to ETN. No, no. I watched the highlights. I saw most of the game on, you know, live TV, but, you know, I've gone back and watched some of the film or saw some of the highlights. And yeah, it was actually Trevor Lawrence in the shotgun handing the ball off to uh, Travis ETN on the 62 yard touchdown run. Let's congratulate the Jaguars running game. Probably the best day as a, a trio of running backs. At first, we thought there were two touchdowns by uh, Jermichael Hasty, but it was actually one by Hasty, one by Snoop Connor, and then the big long one, the 62-yard run by Travis Etienne and the Jaguars. I mean, they put the Houston Texans away at Houston. I'm sure the Houston Texans fans are saying, man, the Jaguars came in here and just ran us all up and down the field all day, and the Jaguars won that game. 31 to 3, the Jacksonville Jaguars 31, the Houston Texans 3 in Houston back on Sunday, January the 1st, 2023. And now all of a sudden, here we are. The last regular season game of the year, which is being made out to basically be a play in game to get to the NFL playoffs. And even in my mind, more importantly, the AFC South division title. A chance to win a division championship for the first time for the Jaguars in about five years. 
in the AFC South. Last I checked the point spread, it was the Titans by six and a half. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me let me backtrack. The Jaguars favored by six and a half points. I'm just kind of waking up. This is uh, actually the uh, January 4th. Uh, we're, we're here on January the 4th. I think there's a 30% chance of rain back in the forecast in Jacksonville and North Florida. Let me get that straight. Let me get the cobwebs out. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of activity on this game, as as they say in Vegas. Um, I mean, I can take a look at the point spread right now, even as we're you know recording the uh, the podcast here on this uh, January the fourth of the new year, 2023. We're still in our third season. This is episode show number 81. We'll have an an 82 episode after this one, and that'll conclude our our third season of the Teal Shirt Report podcast with season number four of our podcast just around the corner. So you got the Jaguars and the Titans coming up. This game is at home. Remember what Jeff Fisher used to say, the old uh, the old Titans coach, Jacksonville is our home away from home. And that's what the Jaguars have got to avoid, kind of that stigma, even though it was years and years ago. Um, let's take a look at the point spread. Last time I checked it, it was six and a half. That was a couple of days ago. I I think that was actually on Monday. Uh, We got an early point spread. Now we're seeing a change. Let me see. No, no, this is the old one. Okay. This is the old one, my friend. Okay. You know, I I went back in the stacks. You know, you got to remember the Jaguars and the Titans played each other twice a year. The Jaguars won the first go around. I believe it was 36 to 22. And that was like just a month ago up in Nashville. It's kind of interesting that uh, these two teams are playing kind of close together. They really didn't play early in the year, but, you know, they played They played uh, later in the year in the second half of the season. Let's pull up the latest point spread. I saw a point spread from last year, but let's uh, pull up exactly some of the latest information on the Jags and the Titans. Here we go. From a very reliable source. Um, let me see here. It looks like there's been a change in the thinking by a source of mine. Now now he's got Jacksonville winning the game. I would say 24 to 20. That's not my prediction. That's one of the sources' predictions. 24-20 predicting the Jaguars to win. Uh, the Jaguars are actually... Still favored by six and a half points. So, in other words, what he's saying is Tennessee will cover. Um, the Jags will not cover the six and a half points, but the Jaguars now, he's thinking the Jaguars are going to win the game. That's actually a change of thinking of this same source. Uh, over under, you know, Titans, Jaguars, man, it might be points, might be at a premium, might be less points in this game than the last one. Josh Dobbs starting at quarterback. Uh, for the Tennessee Titans. They still got Derrick Henry, the Jaguars defense will have to deal with. The over-under is about 40. Jaguars are favored by six and a half. And now the guy, the source of mine, is starting to kind of move to the Jaguars camp, saying the Jaguars can win this thing about 24 to 20. That's not my prediction. That is a prediction by an anonymous source that I get info from. And we'll keep that anonymous. That, That helps all of us, you and me. I promise you. So one day they like the, uh, you know, the early thinking was the Titans. And now 
you know, maybe they're looking at the injury situation. Josh Dobbs starts at quarterback for the Titans. The game's in Jacksonville. The kickoff time's been changed. Heck, the kickoff day's been changed to this Saturday, January 7th, 8.15 p.m. The Chiefs and Raiders play like four hours earlier. I think they kick off about, what, 4.30, I think, Chiefs and Raiders on uh, ESPN. Now, the Jaguars game with the Titans at 8.15 this Saturday night, January the 7th, is reportedly a simulcast. So whatever you're doing, you should be able to watch this game. If you got a TV, whether it's on cable or regular TV, it's going to be on ABC. It's going to be on ESPN. Um, I think you may have difficulty finding streams uh, for this game. I could be wrong. There may be some streams out there, which uh, we really don't talk about where they are. That's something people just kind of find on their own when they go, they go online, the YouTubes and et cetera. Um, taking a look at college football bowl games real quick here. Um, let's take a look at some of the recent games. Music City Bowl, Iowa shut, shut down and shut out Kentucky. Iowa 21, Kentucky nothing back on December 31st. That game was on ABC Music City Bowl. Iowa 21, Kentucky nothing on December 31st. Sugar Bowl. Alabama, man, they they showed they got a good team. And it was kind of like a playoff game, play-in game, but the playoffs only four teams this year. So Alabama didn't get in, but they did go to the uh, – Alabama played in the, you know, really the highly acclaimed Sugar Bowl, which has been a big, great bowl for years. Alabama, really, and I've got to give Nick Saban credit. They circled the wagons. He, you know, he, he – he, he, you know, he did what he had to do. Saban said, hey, this game's important, and they won it. Sugar Bowl, Alabama 45, Kansas State 20. And that's and, and Kansas State was the Big 12 champion. Uh, they won the, uh, the championship game of the Big 12. As I take a sip of this outstanding Maxwell House coffee with the Cold Stone Creamer, and I don't usually use the Cold Stone Creamer, but it's not bad. It's it was kind of one of the – there weren't that many choices where I got the, the creamer this time around. So we grabbed the cold stone. So Alabama beat Kansas State. Alabama 45, Kansas State 20, the final score. Nick Saban said, hey, we're not in the playoff. Let's show them we should have been in the playoff. And that's what they did. Alabama 45, Kansas State 20. Kansas State won the Big 12 championship game. TCU lost it, what, in overtime, but they had a better record, so they got in the playoff with one loss. TCU did what they had to do. TCU defeated Michigan 51-45. to TCU 51, Michigan 45 in the Fiesta Bowl, which was one of the playoff games. Ohio State basically led Georgia the whole night, and Georgia ended up winning in the end. Georgia 42, Ohio State 41 in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl in Atlanta. That was a playoff game. Georgia wins over Ohio State. Georgia 42, Ohio State 41. Michigan got knocked off and upset by TCU. Michigan was, I think, about a touchdown favorite in that game. TCU won it. TCU 51, Michigan 45. So TCU won. Georgia won. They'll play in the championship game on January the 9th at about 8 o'clock Eastern time on the four-letter network. The mothership ESPN. That's January the 9th. The owners of Collins Football, the four-letter network. Okay, some other. Then there were then there were four. There were four more bowl games after the playoff games. Um, and Mississippi State's Mike Leach. Mike Leach 
you know, watching, watching from heaven in the stratosphere, way up in heaven's stratosphere on, you know, a cloud that's got to be partially red because he coached at Texas Tech and maybe part maroon because he coached at Mississippi State, uh, coached at Washington State, you know, basically won. He didn't win. He didn't win national championships or you know, a lot of times not even conference championships, but the guy won, had an exciting air raid offense. Got to take our hat off and tip our hat to, to Mike Leach. His team won. The last game Mike Leach coached before he passed away was the 24-22 victory Mississippi State had over Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl, 24-22. Mississippi State won their bowl game, Mississippi State 19, Illinois 10. There were some things going on in that game, man. It was like a pick six on a on a on a kickoff return, I guess Kansas State was throwing the ball around, trying to get something done in the last few seconds of the game, and lo and behold, Mississippi State picked it up. They covered the point spread with, with that play, as I understand it, I believe. Okay, Mississippi State won that game. Low-scoring game. Mike Leach is smiling from the stratospheres of heaven. Mississippi State 19, Illinois 10. The final that game was played on January 2nd. Tulane won one of the biggest games of their their college football history. Tulane 46, USC 45, a final in the Cotton Bowl on January the 2nd. That's got to be one of the biggest games ever for Tulane. And, you know, not, not a lot of people know this, but years and years ago, even before I started following college football, and I, I don't know what the years were, but probably the 50s, part of the 60s, Tulane was actually in the SEC at one time, if you didn't know that long time ago back kind of about the time georgia tech was in the sec even that those two teams were in the sec before my time when i started when i started following college football in the sec when i was about seven years old it was a 10-team league tulane and georgia tech were long gone at that point but they were at one time in the sec tulane 46 usc 45 back on january the 2nd that was a cotton bowl game citrus bowl Man, LSU was eating their weighties, weren't they? LSU 63, Purdue 7, a final. LSU had lost the SEC championship game to uh, Georgia 50-30. to So they kind of got off up off the deck in this one. LSU 63, Purdue 7, Purdue from the Big Ten. That was the uh, – that was actually – let me see. That was actually the Citrus Bowl. LSU 63, Purdue 7, January 2nd. In the afternoon, the Citrus Bowl on January the 2nd. Rose Bowl, they've always called this game the granddaddy of them all. Penn State, Big Ten representative. Not the, not the champion of the Big Ten, but they were the Big Ten representative. Penn State 35. Utah, the Utah Utes 21. Utah, the back-to-back uh, Pac-12 conference championship game champions. Uh, they're actually, So they're actually back-to-back two years in a row, Pac-12 champions. They lost to Penn State, Penn State 35, Utah 21. It was Utah that knocked USC out of the playoff hunt by defeating them in the Pac-12 championship game. College football. College football, national championship game, will be played on January the 9th. It is going to be Georgia and TCU. Georgia and TCU. I don't know if there's a point spread for that game yet. Uh, we may take a, we may take a look at that right now as we're talking uh, college football. 
on the Teal Shirt Report podcast again. The Jaguars about a you know, Jaguars about a what six and a half point favorite, and that seems a little high to me. But that's what the the guys in Vegas are saying. The Jaguars are clear cut favorite. They're at home. They're hot. The Jacksonville Jaguars are playing playing good football. They won four in a row. How about the Tennessee Titans? They were seven and five at one time. Seven and five at one time. Now they're they've just they've fought the Tennessee's fallen apart. The Jaguars and the uh, Titans going in opposite directions, without a doubt. Let's see if we can get a line on this national championship game that's going to be played on January the 9th of 2023 kickoff. It's going to be 8 o'clock at night. It's basically a primetime game on the four-letter network. Georgia versus TCU. Let's see if I can find a point spread. Like I said, we got the latest Jags point spread. Jaguars six-and-a-half-point favorite over the TCU Horn Frogs. Did you ever think a team called the Horn Frogs would be in the uh, college football national championship game? And they will. TCU versus Georgia. On January the 9th, point spread. Here we go. We got a spread on that game. Man alive. Let's see. Mad Max will be interested in this. Our Georgia Bulldog football insider and the host of the Mad Max Mix. Internet radio show on Wednesday nights. Let's see. Mad Max. Georgia is a 12 and a half point favorite. And my guy that picks games, he likes Georgia. Says Georgia will win, cover the spread, and the total will go over. Um, total number of points in this game is 62 and a half. Okay, remember, Georgia will win, cover the spread, and the total will go over. The under the under over right now is 62.5 or 62 and a half points. So George is a big favorite, as we thought. We thought he'd be at least probably a 10-point favorite in this game. They're actually a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. Georgia, a 12-and-a-half-point favorite in the college football championship game coming up on January the 9th. Again, congratulations to all the Jaguars running backs that scored touchdowns in the, the I mean, the whomping of the Houston Texans that just – Outright blowout of the Texans. That feels good to say. First time the Jaguars have beaten the Texans since 2017, I believe. Like like almost five years. I, I think it was I think it's been nine meetings. I think the Texans had what a nine-game winning streak on the Jaguars. And the Jaguars picked an opportunity to win a game on the road and blew them out. The um, Jacksonville Jaguars 31, the Houston Texans three last Sunday. Uh, back on January the 1st. So we gave you the rundown on college football. Uh, we are going to check on some North Florida entertainment as well. Again, the Jaguars, a six and a half point favorite over the Titans. Some people are putting money on the Titans, but you know, that and all is what a point spread is obviously all about. Okay. So let's take a look at, Let's take a look now at some uh, North Florida Entertainment uh, for, again, for North Florida and surrounding areas. Uh, the Icemen, been very, very hot. We'll take a look at, you know, how they're doing at the present time. Uh, some of the concert shows coming up. Psychic Deli, be alive and kicking at the Boussoir in Atlantic Beach, Florida on January the 21st of 2023. That's still on schedule for January the 21st. 
at the Moose War in Atlantic Beach. Also, um, I want to tell you the Mad Max Mix, the internet radio show, the Mad Max Mix internet radio show, the Wednesday night music request show from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. And it can be accessed at www.madmaxmix.weebly.com or go to our website. Um, you can go to bigjreport.com. That is bigjreport.com. Go to our Neighbors 2 section. Scroll the Neighbors 2 section. You will find a link in the concert area for the madmaxmix.weebly.com. Wednesday night, musical quest show with Mad Max. And it's an interesting mix of classic rock and music, pop oldies from, from years gone by. Check it out, the Mad Max Mix, Wednesday night, 6 to 8 Central Time, 7 to 9 Eastern Time at the themadmaxmix.weebly.com. Again, uh, Psychic Deli live and kicking again. They're going to be at the uh, Boost War in Atlantic Beach, Florida on January the 21st of 2023. That's still on schedule. Thanks to uh, Chris Parker with the band for keeping us up to date with uh, the North Florida local band Psychic Deli. Uh, also, some other shows coming up. Beach Boys in St. Augustine, Florida. That, that, that's a great place for the Beach Boys to play, St. Augustine, Florida, man. Um, their songs kind of really match up to kind of the atmosphere in St. Augustine, I believe. The Beach Boys in St. Augustine, Florida. Saturday night, February the 25th of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. And that will be at the St. Augustine Florida Amphitheater. Also, let's see, uh, let me backtrack this again. Beach Boys in St. Augustine, Florida on Saturday night, February the 25th of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. at the St. Augustine Florida Amphitheater. Also, Journey and Toto coming to Jacksonville, Florida soon in just a few weeks. On Sunday, February the 26th of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena um, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Your chance to see Toto and Journey right here in Jacksonville. Let's backtrack a little bit back to January. Here's, a, here's an interesting one that's a little bit earlier and closer to us now in time. The uh, classic music group America will be performing live at the Florida Theater in downtown Jacksonville, Florida, on January the 20th of 2023, with a showtime at 8 o'clock p.m. That's a Classic Music Group America. They will be performing live at the Florida Theater in downtown Jacksonville, Florida, on January the 20th of 2023, with a showtime at 8 o'clock p.m. And you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. This is episode show number 81 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Let's uh, take a look at Jacksonville Iceman Hockey, where the Icemen are in the East Coast Hockey League standings. Um, the Icemen have been hot. Last I checked, they've won 10 out of 12 games. Their only two losses in the last 12 games have come to uh, losses to the uh, close losses to uh, the Orlando Solar Blades, an overtime loss, and then they lost to the uh, Savannah Ghost Pirates a few days ago back on, I believe, December 31st. Uh, checking the standings in the South Division, Atlanta atop the division with uh, 40. That's the Atlanta Gladiators atop the Southern Division with uh, 40 points. Uh, the Atlanta Gladiators with 40 points. That's uh, 
the total points in the East Coast Hockey League standings in the Southern Division, Atlanta, the, the Atlanta Gladiators with 40 total points in the standings, Florida Everblades with 38 in second place, South Carolina Stingrays in third place with 37 total points are tied with the Greenville Swamp Rabbits for third and fourth with 37 points. Jacksonville is also in that three-way tie for third with 37 total points in the standings. And the uh, Jacksonville Icemen are now 18 and 10, 18 wins, 10 losses, and one overtime loss. And so the, the Iceman playing some really, really good hockey. The Iceman with uh, 37 total points in the standings in the Southern Division of the East Coast Hockey League. Uh, the Orlando Solar Bears have moved into sixth place with 27 total points in the standings. And the Savannah Ghost Pirates hitting the last place spot. But, man, they're happy to have hockey in Savannah. The Savannah Ghost Pirates, seventh place and, and in last in the Southern Division of the East Coast Hockey League, the Savannah Ghost Pirates with 25 total stand, to, 25, 25 total points, 25 total points in the standings in the East Coast Hockey League Southern Division. The Savannah Ghost Pirates pulling up the rear with 25 total points in the standings in the East Coast Hockey League Southern Division. And that's some of what's going on in the East Coast Hockey League in the Southern Division, you know, basically from from top to bottom. Want to thank each and every one of you uh, for tuning in. We do want to thank you for tuning in to the uh, Teal Shirt Report podcast. Big game coming up Saturday, to say the least. Josh Dobbs will start at quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Trevor Lawrence is hot. Uh, the Jaguars are hot. They won four games in a row. They won what five of their their last six games, and. You got to remember that the Titans, we, we touched on this, you know, right before, well, right before we started talking about North Florida Entertainment, the uh, Titans at one time were seven and five. Now, all of a sudden, the Titans are going in one direction. The Jaguars are going in another direction. Jaguars are playing good, hot football. The Titans are not playing well. They're losing games left and right. They were seven and five at one time. Now the Titans find themselves at uh, both teams have played 16 games now. Let's see. The Titans are actually at seven and nine. So if my math is correct, the Titans have lost four in a row while the Jaguars have won four in a row. And that's really the only reason why we've gotten to this point. The Jaguars have kept winning. The Titans have been losing, but still, the Jaguars had gotten so far behind by early and mid-season that they had to win almost every game, and they they just about did. Four, they've won four in a row, five of their last six or five out of their last seven, something like that. And now the Titans uh, at one time were seven and five. Now they're seven and nine, and the two teams collide uh, this Saturday. It's going to be this Saturday. Uh, the game's been moved up from January the 8th to this Saturday, January the 7th, 8.15 p.m. kickoff at TIA Bank Field. Going to be one of the biggest games, probably the biggest game in about five years to be played by the Jacksonville Jaguars. This has been the Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode show number 81. Our podcast has been eloquently produced by Alex Nunnery and also by our executive producer, JC. Have a great day. I'm your Teal Shirt Report podcast host. My name is Scott. I'm out. Talk to you again soon. This has been episode show number 81. Hey, have a great day. Thanks for listening.
Quickly again, we got an encore. This is episode show number 81. Episode show number 81 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast in season number three. Uh, season number four will, of course, uh, start in the next the next few days. We um, started our podcast back in uh, mid-January 2020. We've had three seasons, and we're getting ready to run almost into the anniversary date, and that's when we'll start our fourth season. Right now, you are listening to episode show 81. A little bit of an encore. Um, most of you, certainly, everybody was riveted to the Monday night game when the game was was actually postponed or looks like perhaps even canceled on Monday night. After just a few minutes into the game, I think maybe they had played the first quarter of the game or, or close to the first ending of the first quarter. I think both teams had the ball maybe one time at least. And then we saw the collapse. Sadly, uh, Buffalo Bills uh, safety Hamlin, DeMar Hamlin. And my producer, executive producer, JC, I, I talked to him on the phone yesterday. And he said, man, when he saw it happen, he, he thought he thought that's just what it was. So... We do have some. We do have a glimmer of good news. Demar Hamlin update. Uh, Buffalo Bills players starting to show signs of improvement after the cardiac arrest, cardiac event, heart attack, whatever you'd like to determine. It. Buffalo Bills safety Demar Hamlin is uh, starting to show signs of improvement, and this is from a story I'm seeing this morning on uh, January the fifth of 2023 as we break in with an encore on our Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode show number 81. Again, this is um, actually from a um, from the NFL, from, um, let's see, Sidney Henderson with, uh, I believe it's from Sidney uh, Henderson with USA Today, uh, reporting from his article, Buffalo Bill Safety Damar Hamlin is showing signs of improvement as he remains in critical condition after suffering a cardiac arrest during Monday Monday night's game against the Cincinnati Bengals, as the team announced on Wednesday. Although the 24-year-old remains uh, sedated in the intensive care unit, Hamlin's marketing rep, uh, Jordan Rooney, said he's making, I, I should say, his, uh, his uh, Hamlin's marketing rep, Jordan Rooney, said he's moving in a positive direction, although a timetable for his recovery is unknown. Three days after Hamlin uh, collapsed and was actually uh, resuscitated at uh, Paycor Stadium, uh, support continues to pour in uh, for the Bills' second-year safety from around the world, and our prayers are certainly continuing to be with safety Demar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. Um, survival, him surviving this uh, cardiac arrest and basically heart attack on the field is first and first and foremost and paramount compared to the game of football. So we continue to keep Buffalo Bills safety Demar Hamlin in our thoughts and prayers. You're tuned into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I do want to thank 
uh, my producers who eloquently do such a good job, Alex Nunry, I, I talked to Alex on the phone last night, busy guy. We're putting a lot of stuff together for VigJReport.com now and in the future. Uh, our executive producer, JC, who's always been a big Buffalo Bills fan. That's why, you know, when he watched, he, I, I knew he'd be watching the game. So he said when he saw the event on, on television unfold, he thought that's just what it was. Of course, you know, it could have been something different, but he kind of got the feeling it was a cardiac event or basically a heart attack of some sort. So our prayers again for uh, Bill's safety, Damar Hamlin. So a little bit of an update on Damar Hamlin. As of January the 5th, um, this Thursday morning, January the 5th of 2023, Jaguars uh, prepare to play in the biggest game they played in in about five years at home. It's being billed as the AFC South title game. Jaguars win. They win the title, the AFC South title, and they're in the playoffs. If the game, crazy as it sounds, if the game were to end in a tie, the Jaguars would also win the AFC South title. There was actually a, a tie game much earlier in the year when it was, it was actually the uh, Colts and the Texans that battled to a tie much earlier in the season. So just something to kind of keep in mind. On the next podcast, which will be our final one of the season, and then we'll, you know, we'll, within a day or two, we'll start the new season, season number four. So we're going we're gonna to be here with a lot of content coming at you, kind of fast and furious. We got a lot of people predicting the score, the Titans and Jaguars game. Go to our Facebook group, BigJReport.com Facebook group, and uh, we got a post up there, pick the score, you know, pick the winner, pick the score. And that's one of our uh, current posts on the BigJReport.com Facebook group. Go Jags. Looks like the biggest game coming up in at least about five years for the Jacksonville Jaguars will be at home. Regular season final, which is being billed as the AFC title game, or I should say the AFC South, <laughs> the AFC South title game for the division championship, I should say. Coming up this Saturday on January the 7th as the NFL and the networks have moved the game up a day to uh, this Saturday night, January the 7th kickoff right around 8.15 here at Jacksonville at TIA Bankfield. That's going to do it for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Episode show number 81. Make sure you come back for episode show number 82 and just, you know, within just a few hours of the next day. Uh, we're going to be doing a complete shout out list of a lot of people that we, you know, talk about and people that listen to the, the show, the podcast, we'll have a big shout out list on our final episode of the season episode show number 82. And then we'll start the, we'll start the four season and an episode one in the four season coming up like two, three, four days down the road. So make sure you tune back in your Listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to our sponsors, Elegant Time Travel, and uh, of course, uh, Dark Diamond Entertainment, uh, Saucerility and Capital, LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good, and the Mad Max Mix. The Mad Max Mix Wednesday night, internet radio Wednesday night music request show. That's the internet radio, the internet radio. Wednesday night music request show 
with Mad Max on Wednesday nights from 6 to 8 Central Time, 7 to 9 Eastern Time, the Mad Max Mix.weebly.com. You'll find links for the show at uh, bigjreport.com, bigjreport.com in our Neighbors 2 section, and also in the Outside the Box section. Thank you for listening to episode show number 81 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. A little bit of a, a little bit of a encore segment here. I'm out this time around. Again, thank you to our producers, Alex Nunnery, and our executive producer, JC. You guys have a great day. Again, I'm out. I'm your host, Scott. This has been episode show number 81, season number three of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm out of here. Hey, we'll be back with a new episode in just a few minutes or a few hours, depending on when you tune back in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Hey, have a great day.